These are from 2010 and 2011, and I'm just going to go through and pick ones that I like. Now, some of these are poorly written, so please bear with me. Now, this one location is Ocean City, Maryland, May 29th, 2010, nighttime. Excited to be in Ocean City, the witness was outside on a deck on the first floor of a three-floor condo building having a smoke, looking at the stars, and watching the people across the street on their third-floor deck. He was looking at the Orion constellation when he saw a falling star start from the left of Orion's belt and continue through the bottom part of the constellation. The falling star was incredibly bright, and it seemed like it took forever for it to finally burn out. The people across the street left and went to the beach, so he went inside and got another smoke before he went to bed. He thinks it was about 15 minutes since seeing the falling star when he went back outside, sat down and noticed a figure sitting at the patio table on the second floor of the condo building across the street. He found it very strange because no one was occupying that unit. He was staring in disbelief how the strange figure looked. It was sitting at the table like a human would, with its left arm resting on the table and it appeared that his legs were crossed. For some reason, the witness felt it was a male. The figure was tall, big, muscular, with a shadow black-like appearance and no visible features. The head was elongated and it was very large. The witness couldn't believe he just sat there and stared since he feels he should have had screamed and ran inside, but somehow he didn't. He couldn't tell if it knew what he if he was there, but the witness eventually got up and left because it made no movement and he grew scared of what would happen. As he closed the sliding glass door after going inside, the figure was still there. That morning, at daylight, he attempted to determine what could have made that figure on the deck, but there was nothing on the deck but a table and four chairs. That was a Type E report. And that comes from the MUFON CMS database. This next one is reported from Mertztown, Pennsylvania, summer 2010, in the evening. A father and son were parked on the side of the road in a heavily wooded area when a winged monster casually glided up the road. It looked big enough to carry a full-grown man away with no effort. When the wing flew over the hood of the car, they both instantly ducked down. The creature had a round, human-sized head with no beak and huge bat-like wings. The body was 5 to 6 feet in length, easy. Wingspan was 25 to 30 feet easy. No feathers, bat-like skin, jet black, and 4 to 5 feet skinny rat-like tail that stuck straight out. This creature didn't fly like a bird. It glided about 10 feet off the ground at a very slow speed. After 50 to 75 feet of gliding, it took one huge flap of the wings, never changing elevation, and glided up the road until it disappeared into the woods. The adult witness is convinced that this creature lives underground, probably near some hot springs, since it has no feathers. This one is a Type E report, and it came from Phantoms and Monsters blog. This next report is near East Liverpool, Ohio, July 2010, 3.30 a.m. 
The main witness was on his way home from Chester, West Virginia with his girlfriend. They were on Route 68 between East Liverpool, Ohio and Midland, Pennsylvania along the Ohio River. The time was around 3 a.m. and the thing that looked like a black angel flew in front of his truck. It was about six feet tall and was so close that they both ducked. Whatever it was, it came from the river side of the road. The witness wanted to report the event to the police, but his girlfriend refused, pointing out that they will think we are crazy. This is a Type E report from Phantoms and Monsters, May 22, 2011. This next report is between Monticello and Moab, Utah, November 2010, pre-dawn. Driving on Highway 191, a couple had pulled off the side of the road after arguing briefly. They were at the County Road 46 intersection and it was still a bit dark, but the sky was getting brighter. She stayed in the car while her boyfriend stepped out of the truck to get some fresh air. As he was about to finish, he took a quick glance at the road behind them and noticed in the distance, a little less than a mile, a figure on the side of the road hobbling as it walked toward the truck. This surprised him in that they hadn't seen or passed a person since they left Monticello. As he stood there, he realized it grew in size, meaning that it approached at incredible speed. Backing up, he yelled at his girlfriend, Get ready to leave fast! At a dead sprint, he ran into his truck and jumped into the passenger side, only to find himself screaming at the top of his lungs at his girlfriend, instructing her to go, 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 slamming his door. He took one glance out the back of his window as the truck peeled off and saw what he said can only be described as the most mangy-looking human animal he had ever seen. He couldn't tell if it was in rags or just a heavy coated black animal running hobbling very fast as it did quickly catch up to the side of his truck according to him the way the eyes looked struck him with terror they were very large almost bulging out as would as a praying mantis eyeballs but with pinpoint pupils too afraid he looked away to his wife who was starting to shake uncontrollably he took the steering wheel, realizing she also took a glance at this thing, her foot still flooring the accelerator. Trying to calm her down, 
he maintained a firm grip on the steering wheel for a good two minutes, looking over his shoulder outside the truck and saw nothing. Half an hour later, they were driving into the city limits of Moab, Utah. This is a Type E report from Your True Tales, April 2011. This report from El Tabo, Chile, February 2011, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. The witness, 27-year-old Paulina, was sleeping in her bedroom, which she shared with her younger sister, when suddenly, in the middle of the night, she was awakened by a powerful whitish light that entered the bedroom through the door. At the same time, she became totally paralyzed and is unable to move. She was now wide awake and could only move her eyes. She now watched in horror as three very tall humanoid figures with thin bodies and whose heads scraped the ceiling began to approach the bed, where she and her sister slept. One of the beings stood by the headboard and gently touched the witness's forehead. At that same moment, the witness remembers seeing a bright light and heard a sound resembling a popping balloon. After that happened, she lost all her memory. The next day, she heard neighbors talking about the sighting of a luminous object that was seen hovering low above the trees nearby. She said that the beings exuded a strange beauty and caused her to calm down. Their bodies were covered in a tight-fitting dark garment which was almost skin-like without any seams or zippers. Their eyes were somewhat larger than that of humans and their heads were completely hairless. This comes from Freddy Alex, Santiago, Chile, 2012, Type E Report. The last account I'm going to read comes from Lee Summit, Missouri, February 24th, 2011, nighttime. The witness remembers a missing time episode during the snowstorm of 2011 and bits and pieces of what happened to him. He experienced roughly six to seven hours of missing time. He remembers being trapped in his apartment for two days during the really bad snowstorm when this happened. He remembers this sort of reddish-purple flying lights in his face to nullify him and a small hand leading him to some place. Also other colors flashing in his eyes like blue and yellow, like a round circle. He was walking in days somehow as they led him into their ship. He recalls mostly reddish light. Then he was led into some biomechanical spaceship with their little hands. The ship had pulsing lights on the inside like a heartbeat. It was lit up like veins running through the insides of a ship with these blue streamlined lights. He saw roughly three to four alien greys with big eyes and large grey heads and skinny bodies. He remembers a table he sat on that was also biomechanical. It was flat and rectangular table. The entire inside of the ship was also biomechanical like it was organic, an organic spaceship. The advanced technology of the ship was linked to the advanced thoughts of these beings' minds. Like they could control that sh spaceship while doing other things, they were obviously gray aliens who were highly evolved. He doesn't know what the outside of the ship looked like, just the inside of it. He just recalls the ship hovering, but the gravity was slightly lighter. It was possible that the spaceship was in a higher atmosphere where it could fly. The three greys that he remembers were staring at him with large black eyes. It was like they were psychoanalyzing him, going through his genetic memories, 
both good and bad. They were not there to harm him, rather to help him in some way. It would be like a veterinarian would help out an animal after they had looked after it, then letting the animal go. He felt like they were programming parts of his life to be better somehow, and he vaguely remembers a feminine gray, if you'd like to call it that, with beige skin. It was more female in nature. When he woke up, he remembers bits and pieces as the days and weeks followed. He distinctly remembers when he woke up lying on top of his sheets, the cat was hiding in the closet. This comes from UFOs Northwest. This is a Type G report. Thank you for listening.